The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. How dare you, little jabroni, come on to the rock show. Come on to the people's show. Come on to the premiere show, SmackDown, and run your mouth about how you're the WWE champion and run your mouth about how you're the game. Well, The Rock says, if you are the game, then quite frankly, you need to go back to the drawing board because your game absolutely sucks! The Rock says, The Rock says, The Rock says, The Rock says. Hello, and welcome to SmackDown Matters. I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and I'm joined by my co-host, Miss Jade to the Max. What's going on, Miss Jade? Not much. How are you doing, Don? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Uh, yesterday afternoon, I had nothing to do. It's the preseason. There's a little football game on. Just oh, yeah. to be uh, a team that you're very familiar with, those Chicago Bears. Yes, uh... Pop Warner preseason game, yeah. Yeah, and I saw, uh, yeah, they have a, a new young black quarterback named Justin Fields who. Uh, Do you look good? I didn't watch the game. You look very good. I never watch preseason football because it just, it's so anticlimactic. Uh, but you can get a feel for some things, especially for the guys who've never played before. So yeah, he he handled things very good. You would be very optimistic if you saw if you saw the game. I saw a highlight. He looks like he can run. Yeah, he can definitely run, but he made some good throws. He uh, kept some jobs okay. alive. Yeah, so yeah. it's just I don't know. Uh, you it's wouldn't have preseason. Been. It's just it's a scrimmage. You wouldn't have been impressed with Andy Dalton though. I wasn't impressed with Andy Dalton when he was playing for other teams. So. <laughs> but, but and who is who is you all's QB this year? Is it Fitz Magic? Yes, it is. Loses backup. Hopefully, more magic than tragic. Uh, <laughs> Taylor Heineke, the kid who started against uh, the Buccaneers in the playoffs. Ah, that name sounds familiar. I can't remember where he went to college, but I remember that State. name. Or somewhere like that. Okay. Or somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But hopefully, uh, nice. yeah, Fitzpatrick doesn't throw more interceptions and touchdowns, and uh, our defense improves our running defense because our running defense looks a little shady. But Chase Young, looks you know, good. under you know underneath, like deep, deep, deep down, I root for you guys just a smidge, only because you and one of my other homeboys are big Washington fans. Other than that. I wouldn't be pulling for y'all sometimes. Well, I appreciate the extra little nudge of, uh, you know, pulling from a team. We need it. All the, all the uh, good vibes counts. They go a long way. So I appreciate that. Same thing with the Bears. I, I tune yes. into the Bears a little bit more than I normally would just because of J to the Max. I like to report on things I saw. Yes, thank you. I appreciate it. We need all the help we can get to. <laughs> We're forever linked. You know, your, we are. your team uh, beat us by the biggest margin ever in a championship game. But remember what I said this year. I'm holding myself accountable. I am not watching balls and bears in the same weekend. It's going to be either or. Oh, come on. You don't want me to be angry every time we record on Sunday? 
like I was last season I and need, the season before. I need content for the dark match, don't I? It's just going to be me going on a rant for 10 minutes. That's what the people love. Tell that to Joe Rogan because they do not love his rants. Well, the, He's also a trash human being as well. So. You have to be entertaining and, and not mean. Yeah, he is. Yes. He is a mediocre. Actually, he's not even mediocre. <laughs> mediocre is a compliment. I'm going to call him a mediocre white man, but he's, I don't even know what's less than mediocre. But yeah. Anywho. You, you, you heard it. I'll tell you. I'll tell you who's not mediocre. Who is that? The head of the table. Well, he definitely isn't. But first, you got to hear John Cena come out to get things going. After we get a quick look at how John Cena and Roman Reigns match was set up for SummerSlam, John Cena says that since school is back in session, it is time to give Roman Reigns his report card. Raymond gets a D. Roman gets a D, excuse me, because he is a D head, a D bag, and a disappointment. John, that—that's what—that's the best the doctor thugonomics could come up with. At SummerSlam, he says Roman is getting an F. But for now, though, <laughs> it's time to have a pop quiz. The fans are asked if they think Reigns will beat him up at SummerSlam, and they don't quite buy it. Cena admits that he will take a beating at SummerSlam, but he's also going to pin Roman Reigns. So Raymond and Paul mm. come out to the longest entrance ever. Longer than Undertaker. Yeah, because he came out before the break. They had a whole thing leading into the break. He <laughs> may have moved like four feet between the time he came out and the commercial. Then when he came out... He's he the head of the table. He let them wait. Then when he became back from break, he was just getting to the ringside area. So, yeah, it was it was an epic I'm not, a, I'm, not a, I'm not mad at it. I'm going to start doing that when I walk into work meetings. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you need the music. But the thing is, they're all virtual, so I don't know how that would actually work. Well, I mean, the same thing. You just don't show up, and then, but you have that epic music playing, and then all of a sudden you just show up in your camera frame, but it takes you a minute and yeah. a half to go from you know the hallway to your computer. Yeah, you're right. That might work. I'll let you know how that goes up with my boss this week. <laughs> So Roman says, let's get to it. Cena says he's going to wait for a week for uh, from tomorrow, which is going to be Saturday, because SummerSlam is going to be on a Saturday. For on the grandest stage of them all, Cena says he is back because Reigns is full of himself, and Cena is the only one who can shut him up. He says Roman has been a fan oh. for a decade, but despite how hard WWE has pushed him, he says no one has a chance with him, though. Not that. Wait, nobody, he said. Yeah. Wait a minute. Yeah. He said Roman's been a failure for a decade. Yep. Despite how hard WWE has pushed him. Oof. John needs to go back to Hollywood. Yeah, he he was definitely fishing with somebody. It's interesting because remember how John Cena when he had that little feud with The Rock. Mm-hmm. And I call it little, um, but. He was basically, you know, calling The Rock a part-timer, wannabe Hollywood star. And John went and did the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. Follow right The in. hypocrisy. Exactly. Mm. 
He says no one currently on the roster has a chance against him, and that's why WWE asked him to come back. Cena post. I mean, could we say the same thing about Goldberg, too? Or, no? <laughs> Probably not. Uh, even though okay. him and Bobby Lashley are going to have a face-to-face on Monday again, and we'll see if they can get people to be interested. I doubt it. I hope they don't make Bobby lose his title to this old man. Cena tells the fans about which team they're on, but Reigns says he was hoping for something fresh. Give him something to give him something to cut him down already. Cena says Reigns is going to give him a bunch of spears and big punches while the slimy guy holds up the title in the corner. Reigns is going to beat him up, but all Cena has to do is pin him. The reality is that Cena is here to help him, which Roman finds funny. Mm. Roman says he doesn't bury his opponent. And then beat them because he does things differently. He says, we do compelling storylines over here. (laughs) (laughs) He He is not lying. (laughs) Uh, He knows Cena is on the Mount Rushmore of WWE and balances Hollywood on top of that. Cena is good enough to verbally joust with anyone in main event SummerSlam with the Tribal Chief. He's good enough to win the WWE title, but he's not good enough to win the Universal title. Roman says 20 years of missionary might have been good enough for you, but it wasn't good enough for Nikki Bella. (laughs) (laughs) You go watch this. (laughs) It's just that part. It's like they're having a a freestyle battle, like when Usos knew they had one. Yes, this is a promo. I've been waiting for this for three years since the, since they took the handcuffs off Roman for sure. But definitely because the last time they had Roman all handcuffed and he couldn't come after John Cena like this. But I knew this time would be much better. So, of course, the crowd did what, um, you know, Jay to the Max just did. They, they, they couldn't hold themselves. <laughs> and Roman promises to win at SummerSlam. Cena laughs back. Did John Cena approve? Did John Cena approve this promo? <laughs> Sometimes you get out there and uh, you just go for what you, you just roll with it. Mm-hmm. Like when I travel, you just just however the spirit moves you. There you go. So Cena laughs back at him, tries to laugh it off, and says, "Rain has been protected by the Shield, but he even ran Dan Dean Ambrose, excuse me, out of WWE." He has five WrestleMania main events in 10 years and everything behind him, but he still needs to be embarrassed. Cena knows what he has to do at SummerSlam because he already built Suplex City. All he has to do is hang in there and get to one, two, three, and Reigns is done. If Cena pulls it off once, Reigns becomes the answer to a trivia question at SummerSlam. The champ is gone. One, two, three. Actually, what he said mm-hmm. is, I'm going to beat you. I'm going to take the title, I'm going to jump the barricade, I'm going to run through the crowd, and I'm going to blow a kiss. That's a CM Punk reference. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm still stuck on the on the Nikki Bell comment, but continue. Oh, yeah, so, so that was it. That was it. Yeah. This is going to be great. Yeah, the this was exactly the icing on the cake that they needed. No. All I, all I know is the minorities better not be losing at SummerSlam. <laughs> no physical harm was done to either man. But the war of words was definitely 
I would give it to Roman because John Cena was spitting um, infactual bars. He was not spitting hot fire, in other words. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's, not, he he's not one of the five greatest rappers of all time. But if we went back and did one of those fast checks, yes, we would see that there were a couple of lies told by John Cena. Yes. I'm not surprised, you know. <laughs> not not surprised, but good job, Roman. Yes, very good job, Roman. My tribal chief. So that brings us to King Nakamura versus Apollo Crews for the Intercontinental title. The Frog Splash misses, but Crews catches him with a jumping enziguri for two more, with the referee catching the feet on the ropes. Back up, Nakamura <clears throat> grabs the suplex, followed by the Kinsasha to give Nakamura the pin. And we have a new Intercontinental champion, and it's King Nakamura. I love it. I love it. He's the king and he's the intercontinental champion. Uh, so Boogs, Nakamura, and Pat McAfee rock out to the Nakamura theme song. Um, of course. Yeah, of course. All on the Michael Cole was sitting there being a square, wasn't he? <laughs> yeah, of course. Somebody <laughs> somebody has to be the uh, adult in the room when this trio comes out. I guess. It ain't Pat McAfee or Rick. No, McAfee was showing all that he definitely went to West Virginia University with his uh, he had a suit jacket on with a cut off t-shirt and then when they started rocking he took the suit jacket off so you could see the cut off t-shirt Oh, is that like considered a Virginia tux or something? I I don't know It's just, you know, they let this man dress any kind of way I mean, he's Pat McAfee (laughs) Um you have the video on the Alpha Academy beating down the Street Profits and putting them on the shelf. You get a mm. promo from Montez Ford where he lights it up. And after he finishes lighting it up on the mic and Dawkins, you know, comes through with the, you know, Street Profits up and we want to smoke. I don't know who he was looking at. I don't know if he was looking at Binky. I don't know if he was looking at, like, Bruce Pritchard or, or, or Vince. But yeah, he just looked at him like, yeah, I just tore that shit up. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe both. <laughs> yeah, he had one of them looks like, yeah, I just nailed that promo. Um, so Street Profits versus Alpha Academy. Ford gets over to make the hot tag to Dawkins as everything breaks down. Ford knocks Otis to the outside and then does the big dive. And, uh, yeah, he is uh, Montez Ford may be put on the no-fly list after this because he nearly face-planted himself because he over-rotated almost. Wasn't the best. That man is going to hurt himself again. Yes, wasn't the best one he's ever done. So, yes, now, as Miss Emmy would say, you are on the list. Um, At the same time that that dive is happening, Dawkins hits the double underhook swinging net breaker and he pins Chad Gable so the Street Profits get the revenge and get back on the winning side. Good. I'm always rooting for them. Always. Uh, Seth Rollins comes out for a promo. He hates to be the bearer of bad news, but Edge is not here tonight. It's cool, though, because... I I didn't see his suit this week. I saw the one last week. Uh, let's see. Was this week it was underwhelming or? No, it was good. It was it was pastelish. You know, it's like end of the summer. Oh, like a seersucker kind yeah. of color almost. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Oh, okay. He he was he he was coming from brunch. <laughs> 
He says, Edge isn't here, but it's cool because in the words of Edge, you're getting Edge light. Edge, mm. edge cannot stay. Diet Edge. <laughs> right. Sugar free. Instead of a white claw, you're getting it truly. <laughs> um... He said, Edge cannot stand the fact that Seth Rollins' career has been a little bit better than uh, Edge's has, and Rollins has a video to prove it. So we see, like, all of Edge's greatest moments with each one followed by Rollins doing something similar. So the video wraps up with the Rollins attack on Edge in 2014. And back in the arena, Rollins talks about how he did, did Edge a favor by not stopping on his neck in 2014. He says Edge has had a movie career and he gets to push his daughter on the swings instead of them pushing him in a wheelchair. I actually popped for that. Uh, the fans want heads, but Rollins gets in close to the camera to say he'll stomp Edge at SummerSlam no matter what harm it does to his neck. Mm. What other movies has Edge done? I saw him in Vikings because I watched that. No spoilers, because I'm almost done with season... No, I'm on season five. I'm almost done with season six. But he's on that show. What else has he been on? I don't know. I'm not in the big into, you know, the shows that Edge would possibly be uh, in or, you know, working on. So, you got, you got me there. I'm not sure. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, but I, I actually popped when uh, Seth Rollins was like... <laughs> You get to push your daughters around on swing sets instead of them pushing you around in a wheelchair. Seth talking dirty to them. Extremely. Just, just dirty and disrespectful. I love it. It's a great setup. They're doing a good job of building this match. Give me more. Uh, Rey Mysterio wants Dominic to stay hungry going into the SummerSlam title rematch with the Usos. So it's Bobby Roode and Dolph Ziggler versus Rey Mysterio and Dominic. The hot tag brings in Dominic to clean house, but the Usos pop up on the Titan Tron to cheer for Dominic. Ray tells him not to get distracted, and it leads to a victory roll where he pins Bobby Roode. So, oh, dang. I don't have a drink. Good job, Dominic Mysterio. You almost fell for it. Good job, DR. DM. Dominic, <laughs> Myster- Dominic Mysterio. We look back at Cena and Reigns from early in the night. Um, so, you know, the, the recap of all the, the spiciness that went down. And hey, it was saucy. <laughs> uh, it would be chunky if it was uh, Pace Picante. We don't like Pace. I mean, it's I not, we like ragu. We like, yeah, ragu is spaghetti sauce. Paste is like the salsa. Spicy. I know. But I just said sauce, so I, I didn't specify what kind of sauce. Oh, I thought you said saucy. My bad. Yeah, saucy. But that could be any kind of sauce. Oh, marinara sauce. Marinara, spaghetti, pizza sauce, pasta I mean, well, those are all pasta sauces, but <laughs> you get what I'm saying. <laughs> I got you. That's how, messy, that's how messy it was. All the sauces just <laughs> marinating together. Uh, Baron Corbin is in the ring. He's begging for money. <laughs> he almost has to file for bankruptcy and he needs about a thousand dollars from everybody <laughs> I see <laughs> they're going to turn him into like a scam artist That's this is his, his true villain story 
Corbin even has a credit card swiping apparatus on his cell phone. So <laughs> he got a square on his cell phone. Yeah, so here comes Kevin Owens with Corbin saying he's willing to even try a Canadian credit card. But that's why <laughs> Kevin Owens is out here, though, because he finds Corbin pathetic. He says, who asked someone for $100,000 like he did with McIntyre on Raw? He says, Owens is willing to give Corbin 1000 bucks if Corbin can beat him here tonight. Otherwise, Corbin has to shut Because Corbin still up. had it, that shirt with the ketchup stain on yeah. it, so he uh, finally get a new one. No, he, he couldn't. No, he couldn't get it removed. <laughs> you know, he, he showed up to Monday Night Raw. <laughs> no, I didn't Mahal know. Hall has like a bounty kind of out on um, Drew McIntyre. And so <laughs> he's like, well, I'm here because Jinder said there was money if I could take out Drew McIntyre. So I'm here. So they wrestle the match. Drew gets on the mic and he's like, "Yo, he's like, uh, Corbin, I feel sorry for you, man." He's like, "You know, I, I don't want to really do this." He's like, "How much you need, man?" And Corbin's like, "A hundred thousand. Not five dollars, not ten. He went from zero to sixty in three point five seconds. Right. So he says, if um, Kevin says if Corbin can't beat him. He can't beg the crowd for money. Corbin calls Owens a cheapskate, and then Owens hits him with the stuff. See, that's just like a broke person calling somebody else cheap. You ain't got no money. <laughs> it's kind of like when back home in Chicago, we have aggressive homeless people or houseless people. Where, um, but like, they, can I get somebody? I offer them food because I don't carry cash on me like that. And even if I did, I'm not digging through my purse while you're standing there. And it's like they don't get an attitude. I don't want this. You broke or something? No, apparently you are though, because you're asking me for money. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't want anyway. food. I want dress. I, I want money. Right. <laughs> if I have the money ready, like if it's just easily accessible, like in my pocket or something, I'll throw them a few bucks. But I'm not digging through my purse on the L for people who aren't from Chicago. The L is our our train subway system. You know, no. Baron Corbin. I'll call <laughs> Kevin cheap. So Baron Corbin versus Kevin Owens. Um, Owens is breaking up a superplex and he hits the swan time for a two count. The choke slam and deep six give Baron Corbin a two count and he sends Kevin Owens into the post. The roll up with the feet on the ropes gets two more and Corbin counters the stunner. A sunset flip out of nowhere though gives Kevin Owens the pin. And then of course after the match Kevin Owens throws in another stunner. <laughs> Wait, so who won? Kevin Owens. Oh, okay. Yeah, he got him with like a sunset flip. Kevin Owens is an agile, heavy set fella. That boy can move. <laughs> but you were talking about they were trying to you you're gonna make uh Corbin like a scammer or whatever. Listen to Yeah, that. I feel like that's what they're setting it up for. Listen to Cause who just asked people for a hundred thousand dollars? Oh you oh you this is the kicker. So after the break, right? They're coming up to him and like, Baron, what you going to do? You can't, you know, can't beg. You just lost to Kevin Owens. You can't beg the uh, universe for money anymore. And all of a sudden, like, he's like walking towards the reporter in the back. And then all of a sudden you see him like see something and he starts to perk up and he runs mm-hmm. by a table and steals Big E's money in the bank contract off the table. Shut the front door. And runs out of the building. <laughs> 
He is always thieving. Stole Finn's opportunity. Now he's trying to steal Big E's. See? That thief. That's why he broke. He looked like Ezel on Friday. Yeah. <laughs> and he's going to go down to the pawn shop and try to sell it. He's going to try to cash in and be the universal champion. Oh, Lord Jesus. Now B going to have to beat his ass. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yes. They're doing a fantastic job with this Baron Corbin story. It's actually pretty funny. It's very entertaining. Um, Bum-ass Baron Corbin, as Pat McAfee calls him. That should be his new name when they introduce him. (laughs) Uh, So it's time for our main main event segment, which is the contract signing between Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks with Sonya Deville running the contract signing. That's right, Daddy Deville looking good in her suits week in and week out. She dressed better than half the men on the roster. She would definitely fit in in uh, NXT UK with how they dress. There's some snappy mm-hmm. dressers on that show. She is. She is a snazzy dresser. Her and Seth Rollins should have like a tux off, like a tuxedo. You know, like I'm pretty tuxedo sure they, they walk by each other. You know, like you know, and give each other the up and down look. Like yeah. mm, I see you exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bianca Belair talks about how great Sasha Banks is, but Sasha Banks calls her out for her hair whip at WrestleMania. The fight is almost on, but Sonya says this isn't happening. So uh, <laughs> Binky signs, but then Sasha Banks wants some witnesses. So here come Carmella and Zelina Vega. Well, are we getting a new stable? So once both names are on the contract, Binky ain't wait for them to jump her. She jumped them. Uh, I know that's right. Binky Take the okay. fight to them. She does okay for a little bit, but the numbers game gets the better of her, allowing Sasha Banks to get in the cheap shot. She then throws her like across the uh, contract table. Then she puts her up on the table, puts her in the bank statement using Bianca's braid. And that mm. is how we end the show after she lets go grabs the title and steps on Binky's back and holds the title up high. Disrespectful. Mm, mm, I love it. It's so, look, it's so saucy. I, I don't know why Sasha need help, though. That was kind of a weird twist. Heel tactics. She didn't need help. She's a heel. She don't need help. But she brought them in. It's, you always say it all the time. Heel tactics. That's yeah, what it is. I guess so. But it's Sasha Banks. She can... Well, okay. I'll go with it just because those have been the ladies the last two weeks that Bianca has denied championship gold from in uh, you know, yes. the last month. So. Well, both they asked in less than a month. Yes, so I'll, I'll roll with it. But yes, yeah, SummerSlam, uh, this time next week when we record Miss J to the Max, me and you, we will be re- probably reviewing SummerSlam. Is it on? A, it's not on Sunday this year. It's on Saturday. NXT Why is it on a Saturday? Will be on Sunday. Uh, because there's a whole lot of stuff going on in Vegas, and there is Psycho Fest is this weekend in Vegas, and who knows what else? Yeah, so they changed it up to put it on Saturday. So yeah, so don't don't tune in on Sunday because you'll be watching NXT instead of some. You'll be watching Takeover, which is gonna be oh cool. Takeover is oh so they so Takeover Sunday yeah. and. SummerSlam is Saturday. Yes. Interesting. Takeover is going to be good, though. It is going to be good. I'm looking forward to Karrion Cross dropping the title to Samoa Joe. Yes, they have done a great job in getting Karrion Cross wanting to get choked out by Samoa Joe. Yes. They're doing a great job in getting Karrion Cross off my TV every week because 
Yeah, he'll be going to Monday Night Raw soon, full time. You don't watch that show, so you'll be clear of him. No, I don't. I just listen to to you and Mo Meltzer. Um, Keith Lee finally revealed um, what kept him off of TV for so long. Did you, did you hear about this? I did not. Please tell me. Well, he indeed had COVID, like we thought, unlike, mm-hmm. and then Mia Yim was taking care of him, so she caught COVID. Mm. That's why she missed her a rumble. And then he had a rough bout with it, and it caused uh, heart inflammation. So <gasps> he was basically not sure what his whole scenario was going to be for like three or four months. Wow. Yes. So he. So that's the reason why he was out, and that's the reason why he was kind of like you know when I when I can talk about it, I'll talk about it because he really didn't know. Hmm. I hope he's, I mean, hopefully there are no more lingering effects for him or her. Now, he said that him, they're both right now, you know, optimum health and everything is back to normal. But, yeah, he said that they had a rough uh, experience with it. So, Mm. yeah, so even more not even more reason for if you're not vaccinated to highly consider it and please wear a mask if please yes just i was just having this conversation it's it's become a regular conversation at this point like if you're not going to get a vaccine at least wear a mask right right actually wear wear four masks if you're not going to get vaccinated (laughs) just just for good measure and i am fully vaccinated i still wear my mask i was only one at my race today with a mask on Oh, you look like the um, these wrestling crowds where mm-hmm. you know you might see. There's, there's just one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They did mm-hmm. have four last week in SmackDown. Oh. I, I was, oh. Okay. Yeah, I was proud. Look at that! Numbers are going up <laughs> in a good way. The mask numbers are going up. Um, AEW kind of in a little holding pattern right now. They just debuted that new show on Friday night. And, uh, Rampage? Yes. I, I missed that. But like I said, I heard that our the peeps are happy. Yes, the peeps are extremely happy as uh, Christian Cage has gone back in time and he has reclaimed the TNA Heavyweight Championship as he defeated Kenny Omega in the opening. So that leaves Rampage. Kenny Omega with what, seven championships now instead of eight? Yeah, he just wrestled Andrade last night uh, for the Mega Championship. At Triple at Triple Mania or something yep. like that? Yeah, and uh, AAA, I don't know if it was Triple Mania, but I know it was in AAA. I'm not sure if he won or not. I know that there was a Ric Flair run-in with his uh, future son-in-law, Andrade. So, How many managers does Andrade need at this point? <laughs> My bro. <laughs> Those are it's like comic books. These are different universes. No, but even on AEW, there's Vicky Guerrero, Chavo Guerrero, and then that his interpreter, I guess, or his trainer, whoever that other guy I think, is. I think Chavo has slid in for Vicky, so Vicky doesn't have those duties anymore. So she can focus on um, our girl Nyla Rose. Right. Okay. Didn't help Nyla Rose much this weekend as uh, Nyla Rose. Uh, Lost to Chris Statlander. I like Chris Statlander. Yes, our favorite alien. 
Yes. I like Nyla Rose too. Um very, very uh short women's segment this week. A lot of people were uh, upset on SmackDown this week where they did not have a women's match in mm-hmm. the show, even though the mo- they did have the women's segment main event, people were still, you know, not feeling no women's match. So I mean who else is on the SmackDown roster that matters at this point? Yeah, they don't have too many women on SmackDown's roster. They do have Naomi and Mia Yim still in the waiting, though. Yeah. I saw Tegan Knox got her full name back. Thank God. Because <laughs> Knox was not doing it for me. Yeah, you need the rest of it. Yeah. And Shotzi needs her name, too. But, anywho, I digress. The small wins. Small steps. Speaking of NXT, I see that Dexter and and Indy went on their date. Oh yeah, Index. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it was so cute. Johnny Gargano getting uh, practice as a father and uh, his uh yes. Meet, meet the parents. Baby on the way for them. Yes, baby Gargano. Congrats to them. Yes, Johnny Gargano can. What happened to Austin Theory? He ran away. Oh, that's right. You mean he got released or he like No, no, he ran away. But I think What was he mad about again? I forgot. Um he challenged Dexter Loomis and got beat and Johnny was like not taking out for him. That's right, that's right. So he ran so they didn't put his face on a milk carton or nothing to get him to come back. <laughs> yet. That's what a good parent would do. <laughs> uh Indy Hartwell was getting ready for her date, and Candace is like, "Hey, don't you think you might need some protection?" And Indy Hartwell flexes <laughs> in the mus- flexes her muscles and is like, "I'm a I'm a former um, NXT Tag Team Champion. I'm strong. I don't need protection." No, that's right, girl. <laughs> so yes, it was a. Uh, but we know who not using protection because they got a baby on the way. So. Exactly. <laughs> Um, that was very good. Uh, Walter showed up. Uh, Dragonoff showed up and wrestled Pete Dunne in a banger of a main event. So if you haven't seen that, definitely check that out. I did watch it. I was dozing at that point because it was late at night when I watched. But yeah, there were a lot of accents happening in that in that uh, in their little promo that they did. Yeah, British strong style for sure. Um, mm-hmm. Odyssey Jones moved on to the finals. Of the I saw that. So, Mama, he made it. Good for him. Yeah, so we'll see. So, he's supposed to face Carmelo Hayes, or Carmelo Hayes has a match, and then. Yeah, Carmelo Hayes still has uh, his his semifinal match, and hopefully he wins that match. And yes. Yes, because I would love to see him and Odyssey Jones. See, Senorita. Give us what we want. Yeah, that's exactly what we want. And then it'll probably be Odyssey Jones. They're really Vince is really high on him. Oh, good, because he's He's a big dude. Yeah, he's already been on main event. Oh. Yeah. So we will see the outcomes of that. New Japan was in uh, L.A. Over the weekend, then um, why is it new? To, no, I'm just playing. I, I've got to uh, check that out. Uh, Lance Archer is going to wrestle Tanahashi. Uh, John Moxley and a partner to be named. We're going up against the Good Brothers. Um, hopefully, that partner to be named is Shota Aminu. 
uh, the Japanese wrestler young boy that he was running around with when he was doing his New Japan stint right before he signed with AEW. John Moxley was. Um, but we will see. Uh, I'll have an update and we will have a full recap of that on Cast It Strong Style at some point. We got to go over the. Uh, the Tokyo Dome show and this show right here and then they're starting the junior tag league so got a lot of wrestling nice. to watch coming up yeah nice. I still don't know what time or channel New Japan Pro comes on so I come on just... TV anymore you gotta have the, uh, you gotta have the oh the special special yeah, you gotta have way the, to watch it you gotta have the app I just use the app yeah. oh okay the patrons they pay for the app uh, thank you, patrons. Yeah, we appreciate y'all so much. Cast a strong style loves you. Uh, so thank me because I am a patron. Uh, thank you, See? patron. Thank you. So if you aren't a patron, you should become one. Exactly. People. What are you waiting See? for? We got all this. You're missing a lot of a lot of extra content. We got all this great stuff over here. Yeah, Patreon. It's pretty dope. Patreon.com forward slash CSPN Media. You can sign up to become a patron there. You can hear me and Miss Simi review AEW Dynamite each and every week. You can also hear candid pre and post show conversations from a lot of the recordings we have. Uh, so, you know, mm-hmm. banter that takes place before these uh, podcasts sometimes are just as good as these podcasts. So, check them out over on the Patreon page. Yes. CSPN.us is where you can find the show on the web. You can also subscribe to the show through iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitch Radio. All you have to do is search for the WrestleCast, dash the CSPN. Just subscribe to the show uh, banner that has the New Day holding the WrestleCast sign. And SmackDown Matters will appear in your podcast queue each and every week. So at this point, Miss Jade to the max, I'm going to turn it over to you for your shout outs and thank yous. Shout out to the entire WrestleCast crew and all the folks that tweet with us each and every week. Shout out to my partner from the Beer Mile today. We did fantastic. And shout out to my big, because I'm about to go beat up with this nap I'm about to take. I'm not even a napper, but today I am. And shout out to Don as well. You too. You cool. You all right. Well, thank you to Miss Jason Max for joining me here prior to getting her nap on after her beer mile. Uh, thank you to the landlord, Miss Didi Janet, for allowing us to use her property once again to record this lovely show. Thank you to Mr. Mo to the underscore Reese, Miss Simi. Uh, thank you to uh, Jupiter Julep and Miss V and Cammy D and Miss Laura Singh and everybody, like Jade says, who uses the hashtag SmackDown Matters. Each and every Friday night to share their commentary with color. Those of you who uh, join us in the uh, Twitter spaces, Kyle at Wren, and all of those folks, Miss Ashley, definitely appreciate y'all each and every week. Continue to use the hashtag, share commentary with color, rate and review the podcast, give it five stars, uh, all that good stuff you can do to help the podcast grow, spread our you know wings, let everybody know what we're doing here on the CSPN. So for my co-host, Miss Jade to the Max, I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and this has been SmackDown Matters. Please stay tuned for the parting promo. See y'all. Hey, 
to come back. They asked me to come back because you know, big old piece of humble pie, and you're gonna get one when I beat your ass at SummerSlam. You see, Roman, they know, they know it's starting to build. They know they got one week left to choose. It's either gonna be Team Reigns. but it will. Tulsa has chosen. Tulsa has chosen, and you're sitting at a very small table right now because SummerSlam is going to be history. You can count on that. I just need to pin you. One, two, three. You see, if I can hold on to that just one more time, that'd make it the 17th championship for me. I'm gonna retain this title. I'm gonna pack you up on a private jet, send you back to the movie set, send you back to Hollywood. But I want you to enjoy this. Tulsa, this might be the last time that we ever get John Cena again. SummerSlam will be compelling. I will go to a Hollywood movie set and you will smash me. But he knows better than anybody how much punishment I can take and never quit. I've been against the odds my whole freaking life. I've built Suplex City, and all I need to do is just hang in there. One, two, three. And you're the biggest failure in WWE history. You have to shine. You have to smash and bash and overachieve. All I need is one, two, three. And you're the to a trivia question. Who did John Cena beat to become 17-time champion? Wah, wah, wah. You're gonna show up all full of yourself like you normally do and put on a hell of a show. I'm just gonna hang in there for one, two, three. And then I'm gonna take your title. I'm gonna jump the barricade, and I'm gonna run out of Allegiant Stadium as fast as I can. I may even blow you a kiss goodbye. This is what you, you don't get, young man. It's inevitable. No one can protect you anymore. At SummerSlam, the champ is gone. 